Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Hey, loyal podcast listeners. This is your host, Michael Smalley, wanting to remind you, check out smalleyinstitute.com because you can go there and sign up today for free to the number one reason relationships fail online course. When you sign up, you will start learning immediately exactly why relationships get in trouble, whether it's marriage, parenting, friendships, business, doesn't matter because all relationships get stuck in a universal pattern, and when you don't know it, you fail. So sign up today at smalleyinstitute.com for the number one reason relationships fail online course. Welcome back to Smalley Marriage Radio. This is your host, Michael Smalley. Guess what? We're on day four. Day four? That's weird. I'm not even uh, I'm not even gonna stop and redo this beginning. Who knows where I came up with day four? Because I'm looking right here at the number 12. It is day 12 of my 28 straight days of posting a podcast every single day. Why am I doing that? Well, I'm going through the 28 statements from Jesus that will transform your relationships. So kind of in a manic moment, I was like, hey, I should do 28 straight days of podcasting. That'll be fun. And actually it has been. And you guys have been amazingly responsive. So I thank you for listening. I thank you for being on this journey with me. And today, the statement from Christ is from John 14, 18. And I've titled this one, Never, 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 and Never. That's a lot of nevers. But today is important because I'm going to start off with a difficult story. Because I know a lot of you listening have difficult stories. And... This one is a hard one for me. And I've, I mean, I've shared it before. But, you know, I have struggled with a serious food addiction for over 20 years. And uh, back in March, found out from my doctor slash one of my best friends, Dr. Peter Bigler, when I went in to get weighed. <laughs> and, you know, just he wanted to see me. And I was out of control. I weighed 305 pounds. I'm five foot nine. And he just kind of looked at me, and I know I've shared this, but he just looked at me and was like, dude, what are you doing? And at that point, I was totally hopeless. And I had failed. You can listen to the podcast, Relentless Grace. It's a sermon, actually, that I did over the summer in South Africa, which is where I went and had gastric bypass. And it was in March that I found out gastric bypass was an option. 
But this story isn't about me. This one's about my wife, who gets some serious props on today. And that's why when I say never, 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 and never, she never quit. She never quit on me, even though for over 20 years, I was out of control, raging out of control. And I get it. Food addiction is far more acceptable than heroin addiction or alcohol addiction or sex addiction. But man, if you don't think it's damaging, if you don't think it's frustrating for the victims in the relationships of that kind of an addiction, man, if you have any kind of raging out of control addiction, it's hard. It's hard for your spouse or for your children or for your friends or for your family, right? It's hard to see someone you care about, someone you love, just be out of control. And I mean, the truth is, I get it. Alcohol can destroy your liver and you can... And, you know, you can die prematurely. Well, so can overeating. So can morbid obesity. And that's the encouragement that just because my wife and I have ministry and are pastors and help people and have degrees in clinical psychology doesn't mean that we don't have the same struggles. And I just want to encourage you that I can tell you she's not even in the room She has no idea that I'm going to talk about this this morning. But as I was reading John 14, 18, the Holy Spirit just kept putting this, and I was resistant. I think I was fearful on how people might hear it or because I don't want to come across dishonoring about myself because I don't mean it that way when I say I was out of control, but I was. But how that woman over 20 years stuck with me didn't divorce me. And and I say that, not that obviously. And that's, that's the part of the apprehension. Do you know how many people divorce people because of an addiction? It happens. And I help people and counsel people who are like, I can't handle this anymore. This is too out of control. They're never going to get better. They're never going to change. Well, don't belittle my wife because mine was food. Trust me. I I was on a path and that's what my buddy said in March like, "Bro, you you know, you're 45. You cannot keep allowing yourself. You're you're not going to live long." Right? So I was on a really equally destructive path. And so I I want you all to hear that I can attest, give a testimony for my wife that for over 20 years dealing with me getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier, never threatened divorce. I don't ever remember a time. She'd correct me too, by the way, if she does end up hearing this one. I don't remember a time going, I can't handle this anymore. Obviously, there were times over 20 years where she would melt down, and sometimes it was dishonoring and a negative meltdown. And other times it was a legitimate, loving, honoring, hey, this affects me. Hey, this, you know, I struggle with fear that I'm not going to have you very long. We have three children. What am I going to do if you die of a heart attack? Right? That might not be fun to hear, but it's certainly fair because I was out of control. And so this show... And this statement from Christ is to encourage you to never quit, to stay committed. 
John 14, 18 says, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. What I can say for my wife is that she hung in there wanting it to change, but she never quit. She never punished me with physical, you know, through physical intimacy. That, that's one of the things, man, that makes me just go, what in the world? What did I do to deserve that? Never one time, not one time did she ever body shame me. Did she ever just, you know, whatever, say something ugly, right? That, ew, or no, I'm not interested, or, you know, yeah, when, sure, you know, sex was fun when we got married because you we were super fit and ripped. I don't want to have sex with you now. It's never one time did she deny. Now, sadly, our sexual intimacy would suffer because of me, because of my own condemnation and judgment and humiliation and embarrassment that I put on me. Never once did she. That is called commitment. That is, you know, too many times in your relationships you threaten to cut it off or to end it because you're unhappy with something the other person's doing. But Christ says, and we as a disciple of Christ are supposed to be like him. He says, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. Remember, this is that last supper. He's telling them they're freaking out and he's giving them reassurance and you need to do the same for the people you love. The dictionary of the Bible theme says a commitment to an ongoing relationship and to the attitude and behavior demanded by it. It is evident in human relationships and also in the covenant relationship between God and his people. A commitment takes attitude and behavior. So we got to choose and we got to show it. Right And God, I mean, commitment for me is about keeping a promise. God keeps his promises, which is, again, our example to follow. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promises. 1 Kings 8, 56, praise the Lord who has given rest to his people Israel, just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the wonderful promises he gave through his servant Moses. So how does Jesus want you to treat others? My wife gave an example. She never quit. She never stopped loving me. She never threatened. She never got, you know, shaming. She didn't punish me because of my trouble and because of my problems. She hung in there no matter what. So how does Jesus want you to treat people? Ruth 1, 16 and 17. But Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. Wherever you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord punish me severely if I allow anything but death to separate us. Here's what I'm asking for you today. Never quit. Stay in it. Hang in there, and regardless of their behavior, 
people don't have to people don't have to earn your love and devotion. You, you you need to choose to give that. Now boundaries are still okay. So if you don't know what boundaries are, read the book, Google it. So it's okay to to say, hey, listen, this behavior, this thing, you know. So I'm not talking to someone who's being physically abused or emotionally abused. But it still doesn't mean you can quit on people. Even then, you don't quit because by by maybe forgiving, right? It doesn't mean that you're technically still married, but you still need to forgive them. If you have children together, you're still going to have to figure it out. So being honored is okay. Keeping boundaries is okay. You know, sometimes being friends is different than being committed, doesn't mean that you're going to be hanging out all the time because I get it. People earn that right to be intimate with you emotionally or even physically for married people. So being committed doesn't necessarily mean that you're still together, but man, you got to come to that decision slowly with patience and be careful not to complain about this, right? About never quitting. Because as a disciple of Jesus, you are constantly called to be like him and do what he did. And that's what he does way more radically than we do. So what does it take if you're not going to quit? It takes endurance. You got, it takes endurance. It does. It's difficult. That takes choice, decisions, attitude, behavior. It takes patience. But ultimately, I really believe it takes faith. My wife stayed committed through a raging addiction because she believes in Jesus and she knows there's always a chance. You never know. There's always hope for those who are in Christ because anything is genuinely possible. Doesn't mean it always works out. I may not have, and, and who knows, man, 20 years, I still might face the consequences of my choices. I don't know if I'm going to die today or tomorrow. How crazy would that be? This being my last podcast. (laughs) I don't know, but I do know this. She hung in there, and frankly, I did too. I never quit on myself, even though I kept failing and failing and failing. I kept trying and trying and trying until this gastric thing became an option. I didn't think it was because 10 years ago, a doctor over the phone told me I couldn't because I donated a kidney. And so for 10 years, I believed something stupid. And that's what Bigler was like, what do you mean you can't get gastric? I went, well, I donated a kidney. You know that. He goes, that doesn't have anything to do with anything. And God has used this in my life. And since June, uh, as of this morning, I'm down 98 pounds. Even that has been unbelievable. So I never quit. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on your relationships because relationships matter. And when you have faith and when you trust Christ and when you're his disciple, you know there's always a chance. He's got you. He loves you. And are you willing to trust him, especially when it's hard, especially when it's not easy to stay committed? You can ask my wife about that one. I'm going to end with a song, and just I'm just going to read their lyrics. 
but this is by Point of Grace, and it's called Any Road, Any Cost. Leaving the safe and familiar with their hearts set on a heavenly prize, there were some who laid down their nets and some who laid down their lives. Not sure where they were going, but they did not have to know because they knew who had called them, and they said, we will go down any road at any cost. Wherever you lead me, we will follow because we know that you've called us to take up our cross down any road at any cost. It may be fear that we're feeling. We see what we must sacrifice, but you promised you'll go with us, so we'll trust you with our lives. It's your love that compels us to do what you've called us to do and be completely abandoned to you because we know that you called us to take up our cross down any road at any cost. Point out the colors of you, I see them too, and boy, I like them, I like them, I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate, we out here vibing, we vibing, we vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.